y'all, and welcome to the Teacher Nook, where we break down strategies, tools, and resources to help self-contained educators teaching students with significant disabilities, including autism. Learn tips and tricks to manage behavior, improve communication, and build vocational skills in less time and with less stress. We help you work smarter, not harder. It's Ayo here, and I want to thank you for joining me today. As always, I'm here to help you by answering your questions on teaching students with severe and profound disabilities. But before we get to today's episode, I want to remind you that you can have your questions answered on the Teacher Nook by heading over to the website and submitting a question today. If you have your question chosen for the podcast, you'll receive a free resource from the Noodle Nook store. Our store has visual supports for communication and behavior, including token boards and visual schedules, adapted novels and activities to develop students academically, like our new Builder Bin, your DIY dollar store STEM activities, and vocational training tools like principal and DIY task boxes, all meant to support teachers in special education or autism units. So be sure to visit www.noodlenook.net today to get your questions answered. All right, let's get this podcast started. Erica's got our question today, and she says, It's already October, and I feel like I don't have routine and procedures in my classroom yet. Any advice on how to establish them? And any other advice that you think is needed would be greatly appreciated. All right, Erica, I feel you. Oh my gosh. The beginning of the school year can be so rough. You're trying to get everything going in your classroom. You're trying to get underneath the curriculum and you're trying to keep on top of paperwork. And that can feel like, my God, trying to swim with a handful of bricks. So let's give you some advice on just generally establishing some rules and procedures inside of your classroom and really how to get that done so that you can have space for all the other things that you need to do. So the number one piece of advice that I can offer you, well, I'm going to offer you five pieces of advice, but number one is to practice. I know that sounds crazy, but we have to practice the procedure that you want to put into place. It's not just going to be something that comes naturally for our students. So it's okay for you to practice. And when you practice, you have to pair that with the number two thing, which is praise, praise, praise. You're going to praise the students that are doing it right. You're going to praise the classroom when they get a procedure correct. And you can decide if that is an individual praise, if you're doing it individually with students, or if you're doing some classroom-based praise. It will depend on your situation. I'm not sure if you're inclusion, self-contained, if you're doing pullouts. I'm not, it doesn't say in your email. So you want to figure out how to praise that student appropriately. Now that can be token boards for individual students. The class can be working towards some rewards as well, but that praise becomes so, so, so important and it breathes into a classroom culture. So figure out how to praise your students when they're doing the things that you want to see. If you are working with special ed, you are going to want to have some visual supports in place. Again, I'm not sure if you're working with individual students or if you're working with classroom, but you have to have some visual supports in place. What are the rules? What are your expectations? And how can you reinforce the things that you want to see? Those visuals are non-negotiable. So if you don't have some kind of visual schedule in place, some kind of rule card, and and some kind of token board, I would say that those are probably the three things that you want to get established right away in order to start to reinforce your rules and procedures, your routine and procedures. The next thing, so that was the third thing, the fourth thing is going to be consistency. Holy cow. Back in the day, I used to have a principal who said, first day, last day, rules don't change. And although he was talking about building wide, 
being really, really strict about the rules and keeping the consistency, I loved the implication inside of a self-contained classroom. Because to me, what that said was, whatever you allow the first day, (laughs) whatever you let a student do once is going to be the rule forever. So if today I didn't have to do any work and I got an edible reinforcer and I got to go home early, then guess what? That is my new rule and I'm going to do it all the time. And honestly, sometimes it only takes one time of being inconsistent that breaks down a student's entire behavior. So I really want you to think about how you and your team are going to remain consistent for the rules and procedures that you're establishing in your classroom. It's not enough to just have your students practice and offer the praise and add some visuals. The adults in the room have to be super, super consistent. And let me tell you, consistency goes a long, long way. All right, so practice was the first one. Praise was number two. Visual support was number three. And consistency was number four. The last way that you can really establish rules and procedures in your classroom is to remember that every day is a new day. And that is a positive and a negative. (laughs) It's positive because every day is a new day. If it didn't work out yesterday, we can start over the next day. But then the negative to think about too is that some of our students do not retain information well. And you may feel like you explained this all until you were blue in the face, but a new day is a new day. And I might not remember what you said yesterday. So be really clear about going over the rules and procedures in your classroom before you get to the point where you need to use them so that the students really understand those expectations. Because every day is a new day. (laughs) All right, Erica, I hope this really helps you out in terms of getting things established. Just remember, the expectation is not that you come back to school and you're perfect the first week of school or the second week of school or sometimes even the second month of school. We're working in very challenging environments when we work with students with special ed, and we have to understand that things just take time. So practice, praise, use visuals, be consistent, and remember, every day is a new day. All right, Erica, thank you so much for your question. I'm going to send you out a free resource um, from the Noodle Nook store so that you can kind of get things going in your classroom. And it sounds like the token boards with the rules on the corner would be the perfect addition to your classroom. So I'm going to send that out to you. And good luck. For those of you listening, if you want to have your question answered on the Nook, head over to noodlenook.net and click on the podcast button to submit your question. There are so many questions out there about how to be the best teacher you can be when you work with low-incident students and students with severe disabilities like autism. And we need all the great teachers we can get, so stay strong and teach on. Thanks for listening to The Teacher Nook. Don't miss the next episode by subscribing now. You can do that by visiting www.noodlenook.net or searching on your favorite podcast player. Bye, y'all. Till next time.